Warning, this podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. This is Lindsay Schaefer. And I'm Leah Bross. You already fucked it up. How'd I fuck it up? You gotta say, I'm Lindsay Schaefer. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, say it. I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And I'm Leah Bross. And today we're gonna talk about the body count left behind by teen angst. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna be talking about Heathers. Heathers! <laughs> so, this was my pick. Um, so Lindsay had never seen it before. Again, I'm so surprised that you hadn't seen this movie. I'm um, a little surprised myself, yeah, actually. It's dark comedy. Know. It's, you I've know, known late about 80s. It yeah. yeah. Um, so this is one of those movies I, I couldn't tell you the first time I saw it, but I think it was definitely in a period of my life where I spent a lot of time staying up late watching movies. So this would have been high school, college, um, in high school. Oh, so you didn't see it when you were a kid either. Mm-mm-mm. No, I definitely saw it. I didn't see it in the 80s. I probably saw it in the 90s, okay. like the late 90s. Um, I would stay up in the summertime and sometimes during school night, on school nights, I would watch USA Up all night uh, with, you remember Gilbert Gottfried and then like this chick, Rhonda maybe? This blonde chick would host. I remember that that was a thing. That's yeah. That's about it. So I, but I would, it was, so would it have been edited? I guess, um, probably, yeah. Um, but I would also watch, you know, old musicals and, and you know, stuff on AMC. That's mm-hmm. when I saw Carousel in Oklahoma for the first time. Um, lots of trauma movies, like a lot of B-horror movies and C&D. Trauma? Trauma, like Tromeo and Juliet or Newcomb High. You, I don't know what that means. We should put all of them on the list. But they're really <laughs> goofy horror films and Trauma Studios was the, the company that made them. Oh, so anyway, okay. that was probably around the time that I saw this because I couldn't tell you the specific first time that I saw it, but it definitely resonated with me. I knew Winona Ryder. I knew Christian Slater. I recognized Shannon Doherty. Um... I would had definitely I was definitely interested in Christian Slater. Have you seen Pump Up the Volume? Yeah. Okay. So I had this was another movie I saw in the same kind of period of time, and I mm-hmm. kind of fell in love with that. Um, but I think the thing that I think that this was probably the first dark comedy that I'd ever seen, and I didn't know that you could make a movie like that, and it made me really happy. Also, I probably hadn't seen a lot of movies that took place. In high school, I feel like there was an era, and then in the two thousands, where they made a lot of high school movies. Like at that point, you hadn't seen much of the Brat Pack. Is that what you mean? Like I don't, the Breakfast I don't. Club. I'm pretty sure I saw this before the Breakfast Candles. Club and Sixteen Candles. Oh yes. my god! So to see a movie about high school kids when I was in high school or coming out of high school, also the dark comedy of it all. Um, Winona Ryder's character writing in a journal and kind of being this used to be the overachiever outcast, but now in the popular club, it made me think a lot about. Um, my own high school experience there was the dialogue is great I, I can uh, the thing that always stuck out to me aside from the visual of Fiona or Fiona Winona's character at the end um standing there with her hair a mess and having just been blown up smoking a cigarette always stuck out to me but also uh the first Heather's death where she grabs her throat and says Gordon nuts before she falls into the table that always kind of stuck out to me as really interesting and fun 
Um, and I think it's just that dark, that dark comedy that I didn't know that you could make a movie like that. And it made me really happy. Um, and it was weird. So, yeah. Um, and when I think about high school a lot nowadays, I will say to people, you know, if I knew then what I know now, I would totally go back and relive high school because how powerful would I be? And then I think about how, I don't know, have you ever talked about how high school nobody's happy if you heard that nobody's happy in high school everybody's miserable everybody's life sucks in high school I I used to buy into that but I don't believe it anymore I do think that there are people where high school was were their glory days like those were their days and that was the happiest time of their life and that makes me a little bit sad for them um so yeah I guess at the end of the day I was a nerd in high school, I was really into books and TV and movies, and I did feel like I was from the like on the outside looking in at the popular crowd, and this kind of spoke to that in me because I was watching Winona's character Veronica, I guess, get into the inside and hate it, and mm-hmm. then what happens because of it is mm-hmm. funny and dark, and they address a lot of when you think about this movie. Like, could this movie be made today? No. Right. I mean, they made a television show called Heathers that they didn't end up releasing because of all the school, school shootings. Yeah, I... <laughs> it's funny. Um, I, I had never seen it before until last night. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know... I knew it was a dark comedy, but I didn't know what exactly happened in it, you know? Okay. Um, the moment that he pulled the gun in the cafeteria. Right. I was kind of out. Really? Yeah. That because happened. of the gun? That happened and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and uh, it was really hard for me to think of any of it as being funny after that. I'm not, I am not an overly sensitive person. I am not easily offended. I didn't, I didn't find mm-hmm. it offensive either. It, there was just something about it that was so, even as going through watching the rest of it, there was something about it that um, I think you know, I just don't think it's aged well. I, I think... A hundred percent, yes. There is so much in there that mirrors reality um, that it was very hard for me to watch it as any sort of comedy. It was very hard for me to find it funny. Now, that being said, I will say, I love dark comedy. One of the first dark comedies that I watched... I know what you're going to say. ...that I fucking fell in love with is it very bad thing it was very bad yes thing. it was fucking christian slater and he's again. in that one yes i know and i love that movie and i think i was thinking about that like why did i find that so funny but i don't find this funny and i think that's really what it is is in the, the context the, of today. the concept of a bunch of guys going to vegas and accidentally killing a hooker and covering their tracks is ridiculous mm-hmm. the idea of a bunch of high school students uh perpetrating fake suicides and murder and um, shooting people Mm -hmm. and, you know, blowing up a school, that stuff isn't that ridiculous anymore. So it was, I think it's just an aging thing. Like, had I seen this, you know, 15 years ago, that might have been different. Um, But it was, it was surprisingly hard for me to, to, to step, to to get get into it because the second the gun showed up, you were like, yeah, I was like, fuck. And then later you shoot somebody again and it's like, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and um, not that I didn't enjoy parts of it, kind of, but yeah, I just don't. It was interesting. Like, I, I'm really curious if anybody who does watch it for the first time now, if anybody will be able to actually get that same kind of 
experience. I don't think so. I, the world has changed. It's like, yeah. I would say, so it's kind of like 9-11. 9-11 changed mm-hmm. the yeah. way we think about everything. When you see, and when you see a movie that ha- that was filmed and done before 9-11, people are waiting at the gate and all of that, yeah. and now that's completely changed and we think about it in a different way. And I think because I saw this before the school shootings, I mean, school shootings were happening. I was to say, if it was the late 90s, it wasn't that far before then. I don't think... It was so, I was pretty sheltered from that stuff. So I know, I knew about Columbine and I remember when it happened, but it felt like a, it didn't feel all around me like the way it feels now. I mean, it feels like every day I wake up and I'm like, there's another shooting. I would today. say, I, I do agree with that. I, I would say it started from like 98 on, like right. there was, um, was it Jonesboro and then Columbine mm-hmm. and yeah, I remember having bomb threats at our school, and I remember a couple of kids being pulled out because they had made threats and stuff, and that was when it first started, and it was nothing then right. compared to what it is now. But I grew up in a really small town, in yeah. a really small school, and that's kind of stuff just didn't, we, it just didn't happen. Like, I think that aspect of it didn't, I was more enmeshed, I was more interested in the high school of it all and the yeah. cliques and it's an interesting thing to think that someone would the progression of violence mm-hmm. so it starts off with Winona Ryder's character hating her life and what does it she say says to people you're beautiful yeah and that's supposed to mean like you asshole you're a fucking unbelievable oh, asshole it's, I've, it's like a bless your heart yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so and that she's in this clique. How did she get in this clique in the first place? Mm-hmm. And what is it Heather Chandler or Heather One or Red Heather says to her? Something like, you know, you wanted to be one of the most popular people in the school. And I made that happen for you. Right. Don't blow it. You're going to go to your first Remington party. And it's this thing. And and this was about the same time that I would have been leaving high school and going into college and thinking about all of that. So I think it was because it was I'm watching mm-hmm. something that's a familiar to me and maybe what I'm interested in and I of course I didn't want to go to a party can I just say they go to the party and any college guy who's dating a junior in high school is the biggest fucking like douchebag loser when he said oh it's so nice to not have to worry about asking a girl her major <laughs> like what the fuck are you even talking okay it's whatever. gross it's sure. gross super gross uh so yeah and then and then of course I'm and then I'm watching it now in the context of what I know now you get these the very beginning of the movie, these three Heathers, you know, stepping on the flowers in that opening yeah. scene. And I was like, is this, are they millennials? Like, what is this? Like, they just get whatever? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, playing croquet. What about it? So, here's the thing. I played croquet when I was a kid. I never played croquet um, because I'm not an 80-year-old man. But I will say this. This is what I got. <laughs> when I was in high school, um, we used to refer to getting high as playing tennis. So every time they were playing croquet, all I could think was, maybe they're not really playing croquet at maybe all. Maybe they're actually, <laughs> maybe they're it's just, a metaphor for getting high. Exactly. They're just really getting fucked up. So, but they were the, so they were the popular kids. So then, yeah. like, thinking about all the cliques, I don't think it was a metaphor for them getting high. I don't think so either. The it was stoners just, it were getting high, me. right? Um, Although they got plenty fucked up. It, you know what? So here's, okay, here's the thing. Even when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I hated teenagers. And that I is still, true. You've never really been an, a child. No, and I, I still hate them. I think they're despicable people. I acknowledge the fact that their brains are not fully developed. I do not believe, for example, in executing teenagers, even though we are, you know, we're one of you mean the try, only, try one them of as the adults. only nations in the world that still does it. Exactly. I do not believe it is right to do that because their brains are not fully developed. And I think that anybody who has a conversation with a teenager can easily tell that their brain is not fully developed. But... 
though I forgive them for that, I don't want to be around them. And I kind of don't want to be a part of them or see them either. So I think that was part of my issue with this movie too, is they would oh, be so angsty and oh god, yeah. everything is so awful. And oh, we know so much. We're so smart and all of that shit. And I just wanted to strangle all of them. Um, they're which is funny post, because it's their post started, adolescent idealistic phase. They started to die, and I was like, "This is terrible." They're killing people, and at the same time, I wanted everyone to die because they're all teenagers. <laughs> it's very conflicting. So you were rooting for Christian Slater to JD to blow? No, up because he was also a teenager who's a fucking idiot, and I just wanted to kill him. Like he so, keeps talking about society and what society wants of us and believes in us. He knows so much, and it's funny because I, I read in some trivia that he. Based his performance on Jack Nicholson, which I think is funny because I, I get do that. feel I like got there's, that. yeah, even in his other performances too, and in his face, yeah, like he does he remind does. me of Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson. But he had mentioned something about like writing to him and saying, you know, that I, I want you to watch this movie. I want you to watch this, and he never heard back. And I feel like in my heart of hearts, I feel like Jack Nicholson read that and thought to himself, "I'm not gonna watch a movie about fucking teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of your damn mind." <laughs> yeah, Christian Slater, man. Do you, you've seen Mean Girls, right? Yeah. So I wasn't a huge fan of Mean Girls either. I, I, I appreciate it more now because of some of the quippy dialogue, things mm-hmm. like that. But at the time, I really wasn't that big of a fan. Yeah. I was thinking about that while I watched this movie, and I kind of was... So all the different Heather, Heathers have their different color schemes, and then I was thinking about... So Red Heather, Heather Chandler is Regina George. Mm-hmm. She's like the queen bee She's bitch. The head of... Right. Right. And um, initially I thought that Yellow Heather, I think it's Heather McNamara, um, was Gretchen. She's the cheerleader. But Mm -hmm. then later on I'm like, no, 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 she's Karen. She's the one who calls, what is it, Hot Topics, the radio show, and says, I'm Heather. I mean Madonna. I mean mean Tweety. Yeah. Um, She's kind of a dingbat. Um, And then then, uh, Green Heather, I initially had as Karen, but in the end I think, and that's Heather Duke, she's... She's the Gretchen character, the one who becomes the queen bee in place of mm-hmm. the first Heather. Um, and then even the the language. So what is it that Gretchen is always trying to make happen in Mean Girls? Fetch. Fetch. And in this movie, what do they say? They it's said so, very a lot. so very. Every time they said that, I like screamed at the television, very what? <laughs> very what? Like very is not very. Oh. It's I so just, very. This it's is what really, I'm it'll saying. be really very. This is what I'm saying about teenagers and one of the reasons why I hate them so much. They try to take words that already exist and make them into something that they're not. You can't do that. Make up your own fucking word. Okay, boomer. I'm not a... You know what? Fine. <laughs> Whatever. I, you're right. I should just go... I think you were born a boomer. Sit out on the lawn and <laughs> With yell your at frisbee full of nuts. To get <laughs> off my lawn. I, I may have taken a BuzzFeed quiz just the other day that told me I was, in fact, a boomer. Oh, my God! I got it right. Yeah. Nail on the head. Well, you well, know. Well, I'm happy to stay Gen X. I'm happy in my Gen X. Whatever. So, can we talk about the first murder slash suicide and sure. how that happens? So, why is she just like, here I am waking up and, oh, hello, strangers who got into my house. What the fuck was that? I know. First of all. I know. So, she, so that Veronica's worried that she's going to get ousted. So as much as she hates being in the popular crowd, and she's falling in love with this JD who's like the right the rebel with Ugh, you know gross. Uh, so was he hot or not? Um, it's again I feel like that's part of the aging process with this movie because I think 
yes to an extent. I think he's hot. But then I get to the end and I see him in a big trench coat walking in a around Jesus with... Jesus Christ pose. Walking around... Well, no, <laughs> like he's just... literally wearing an oversized trench coat walking around mm-hmm. with guns and bombs. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for it's me rough. Yeah. To, uh, to separate that from reality. And he keeps... He keeps attacking Veronica. He keeps, like, kissing her when she oh, doesn't yeah. want to be kissed. And... He w- walks into her room, sneaks into her room, and sees her hanging there, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, man. I mean, I came up here to kill you, but... But, yeah, with the gun monologuing about how he, his... Man- like, essentially his manifesto, which is the signed petition. Right. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess she wants to... She falls in love with this guy because he's different, obviously, and mm-hmm. she's... And he's hot. And do they have... Can we not call it love because she's obviously a dumb teenager? Sure, yeah. She falls in lust with this guy. And he's... I felt like they have decent chemistry, the two of them. Um, sure. I'll give yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think that they did. Did you know that, according to him, they dated during the movie? But she can't like, remember it? she doesn't remember? Well, because That's he was great. dating the girl who was playing Heather McNamara, and then she says she he dumped her... For Winona Ryder. Yeah. And then Winona can't even remember it. I think Christian Slater was one of the biggest whores in Hollywood when he was a kid. Like, I remember him talking about how, and he was a little, like, not a little kid, but kind of a little kid when he did, um, uh, fuck is it, with Helen Slater. Um... Oh my god. The Legend Billie of Billie Jean. Jean. Legend of Billie Jean. And he was talking about how he, he thought for sure that she would marry him and it'd be great if they got married because they already have the same name so she wouldn't even have to change her name. I think he's just a little bit of an overly romantic whore. Not to slut shame, but. And he's, I think he still looks good. Yeah. I mean, for Christian Slater. Yeah. I've never thought that he's super, super attractive. I think he's There's one of those guys about who, him. He's got exactly. something. He's, he's got. He's kind of Jack, like Jack Nicholson. It yeah. is very much like that. Right. Like he's Jack got Nicholson a is not of, an attractive man, but he's sexy. He's got a kind of dark charisma. Yeah. It's funny. I, so <laughs> I've been rewatching The West Wing. And he showed up as like a Navy officer. And he was only there for a couple of episodes. And I don't know why. He was there because it was a really weird arc that it felt like it was going to go somewhere and then it kind of disappeared and fizzled out. But I, I vaguely remembered him being there. And then when he went away, his character got transferred or whatever, I was like, well, wait a minute, though. I thought I kind of wanted him around. I need some more Christians later. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get to see him anymore. I don't feel like I see him anymore. I don't. I can't remember the last thing I saw him in. I don't know. I tried to say MDB this morning and I feel like he was really like in the late 80s into the early 90s did oh, a yeah, lot of stuff. Huge, yeah. Because um, I remember watching Broken Arrow and Interview with yeah. the Vampire and all that other bullshit. Love Interview with the Vampire. Me too. And he's good in it. Oh, yeah. He's great in sure. it. Everybody's great in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, like, let's, um, so, she's in lust with this guy. Her friend is going to oust her from the popular crowd because she threw up on her shoes, which is the which kiss of death in high school. super reminded me of you, by the way. Um, I did, I thought initially, I could. I didn't remember if she threw up on the guy. Mm-hmm. I did like her mom when she's like, I have a prepared speech that I like to from, to give my suitors when I they want more than I'm willing to give. And I was like, yeah, tell them, Veronica. And I was waiting for her to throw up on him because I was like, throwing up would have been like a classic Leah move. Yeah. Because I have done that. Yeah. Throwing up on my suitor, so to speak. <laughs> Um, more than once, because I'm a class act. So romantic. <laughs> anyway, so he wants to help her, and she and he's like, and then she goes, he he kind of th- put throws out the idea of offering her, and yeah, yeah. and she takes it as a joke, mm-hmm. and then she's like, no, I just want to make her throw up and feel bad, and then they go to her house, they essentially break into her house. Can I say also, yeah. um, what the fuck are you doing mixing orange juice with? She milk? had only bad like, ideas. That's something that a four year old would think to do. Why and then would she, she wants she to put soup in that? it? Yeah. Like, what are you? <laughs> she's yeah okay yeah. sure not that like drano's a good idea sure that could kill her you know so but. I, I feel like she's just kind of 
he's, an idiot? I, I don't know. I, I felt like maybe... She said at one point she's a genius. I don't think that's true. <laughs> so D, I, I, the whole thing confuses me because he pours the Drano in the mug, the first mug. She says, you can see it anyway. Yeah. So she's telling him what to do. Then he puts it in the opaque mug so you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Then the mugs match. She picks up the wrong one after kissing him sexily. And then walks off with it. And then from there, he kind of takes over. He realizes she has the wrong mug. He says her name, thinks better of it. I'll carry the cup. So then he's the one who carries the cup, Mm -hmm. convinces Heather to drink it. Mm -hmm. And then, and I had never noticed this before, after Heather bites it, and they're both having this shock reaction, Mm -hmm. she's, first of all, Winona is way out acting Christian Slater in this moment. Like, way. His acting in this scene is just awful. But then I was thinking, maybe it's meant to be awful. It's yeah, because he's a sociopath. He's sp- it's, is that what it is? He's supposed to be acting fake yeah, about I it? I mean, I figured, yeah. His acting is awful. And then he spies... The bell jar? The bell jar cliffs notes of all things. Yeah. And boom, suicide. And she can write the suicide note. It's easy peasy. Oh, yeah. Her writing stuff. So, in the very beginning when she's all like, Dear Diary, why the fuck is she writing, like... 10 words a page she has the handwriting of a four-year-old again i think her parents really lied to her about this whole genius thing i think she like barely graduated from the third grade i like i love the journaling though i love that she's got a monocle and she's frantically really because i hate that every time i saw the monocle i don't understand why she has a monocle no it's not cool it's not cute you're stupid that was what i thought every time the monocle came so he so i guess the whole thing is he basically is doing the murder and then i also love the line where he's like we did a murder, and that's a bad thing. The dialogue of this movie is fabulous. Cl- the line that sticks out to me that I will remember forever and that I have used, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Yeah, I heard that, and I was like, I feel like I've heard that um, come out of Leah's mouth it's before. It's wonderful. I love it. But we did a murder, and that's a bad thing. But what if it was a, a suicide, and then... In fairness, she did drink it herself. She did. Yeah. You he know. Co- he goaded her into it. Yeah. I mean, he didn't tell her explicitly, it's not poison. So, I get it. That just doesn't sound appealing to me, to be fucked with a chainsaw. <laughs> there, there were so many other good ones, though. His opening line, greetings and salutations. Yeah. Um, did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Do you know what I read, too? That she, that she actually died of a brain the, tumor? Yeah. <laughs> that was Heather Chandler that, that said it. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Also, I'm not quite sure what she meant by that. Did you ask if I grew one around breakfast time or if I actually ate a tumor that had been removed from someone else's brain for breakfast? I'm not clear on what you mean by that. The fight between Heather Chandler, Red Heather, and um, Veronica when they're leaving the frat party after she's thrown up with her and she's basically like saying, you were this, you were this, you were a Girl Scout cookie and I got paid in puke. And then Veronica responds with, lick it up, baby, lick it up. I just yeah. love that so much. I feel like I had heard that before. So good. We did a murder and that's a crime. But and anyway. So, it so, is a bad thing. Right. So, but then they write the note and then Heather Chandler becomes the hero. Yeah. She's the poster girl for suicide. Yeah. The, oh my God, the teacher? Was that like a, was the she a drama teacher? Or the drama teacher, the art teacher. Oh, I suicide. wanted to strangle her more than the kids. She was bad. What are you, like, seriously? You're passing around a suicide note? I get it. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Well, they were gonna... She's fucking passing around a suicide note. And then later, <laughs> when she says to Veronica, she was like, we need to talk because whether or not to commit suicide is... One of the most important decisions a teenager's life or yeah. something like that? Yeah. What? It's really fucked up. It's really she, fucked up. She should have gotten blown up, for sure. 
Unfortunately, she didn't. I assume that some kid shot her later. So, the date. I, I actually noticed this for the first time, too. So, Heather number two, Heather McNamara, the cheerleader, and says, Veronica, can you please go on this date? Because I've got this date with Ram, and we need a second to date. Sure. go on a date with Kurt. Yeah. And they tip the cow, which mm-hmm. I hate. I hate. Yeah. The cow tipping makes me angry. Yeah, me too. It pisses me off. Yep. I, think, I don't even know that it's a real thing, but I think people have tried to do it. It's bad for the animals, and fucking, it's going to be bad for you, because that cow's going to fucking hurt you. That's uh-huh. a giant, hundreds of pounds animal that's going to fuck you up. We that it'll fuck you we up. We can't hope so. Um, so, Veronica sees JD. He comes, he shows up, and he's all... Mm-hmm. A little bit butthurt that she's on this date and she tells him and you know i'm just yeah. doing my friend a favor and at and no ba- point does she think that like this dude's fucking stalking me but that's i know cool. but in the background yeah yeah she's getting date raped <sighs> so awful i never noticed that before really Mm-mm. Yeah. that's probably because this. you know it happens to all of us you've been date raped no <laughs> I've, uh, I've never been date raped i've definitely been kissed against my will but i've never been date raped uh, uh you know what still hmm, whatever no, I, I think it probably flew under the radar largely because it's not a super shocking thing to see a woman get manhandled in mm-hmm. in movies or television, is it? I don't know that if I was watching it on TV, maybe that part was kind of, they didn't show that part of it. I think it probably always kind of happened in the background. I don't know. I just never noticed it And it's it easy enough, because it is in the background, it's easy enough for you to kind of, you know, say it's, oh, it's just them playing around and mm-hmm. he's not actually raping her or anything. They're just you yeah. know, goofing she, off. It's just rough sex. He's drunk. Right, right. right. So yeah, so that turns into we need to get back at oh right because Kurt tells everybody that she sucked off him and, and Ram. Yeah, yeah, and here again I get I get wanting to embarrass. Okay, first of all I get wanting to embarrass them. Still don't think it's cool to kill people. That's mm-hmm. just me personally. You know, other people may disagree. I'm not a murderer. Um, another way in which the movie has not aged well though mm-hmm. would be having the whole um oh these these guys were fags oh yeah Mm -hmm. i i'm really curious it's funny because the only experience that i have watching it is now in 2019 and i'm very curious how other people watching it in 2019 perceive it as well it's awful yeah did you so when you watched it over again did you remember all of that or i did i did remember that i remember that they set it up to make it look like they were um in a relationship with each other and the suicide note and all of that but i feel like but i mean did you think to yourself as you were watching it like oh wow this is not aged well this is yes i did the way that the cops talked about it the way that they said them but you know um can't hardly wait yeah that's the thing that william wants to do to his bully is make it look like he is hooking up with some other guy um I think it was... No, when we're talking about homophobia in movies, especially teen Mm -hmm. movies... Yeah, it's always... It's been around for a long time, for sure. I do... I did remember that. And in my... What I sort of remembered, though, was that... Because I was thinking about all the issues, so to speak, that they kind of address or that they kind of touch on, not necessarily address, but like teen suicide being one of them, eating disorders being another one. Yes, because when she says, when she walks into the stall and she was like the things i do for friends is that what mm-hmm. she said something yeah. like that all i could think was yeah who among us hasn't tried to uh, get Help our their friend throw up throw that was up. a different situation it was different yes she was drunk but you know what i still think it's a sign of a true friend it is a sign of a true friend if your you willingness are. to stick your fingers down her throat that's right i think that um heather duke was just looking for some support like she just needed some, i think heather needed somebody to talk her out of it she didn't want to throw up oh well yeah for sure 
If you actually want to throw up, you'll make yourself do it. And what was it? Heather Chandler was blaming is so 87. 87 is what she <laughs> says to her. Um, yeah, I guess. So so they, there was the, the bulimia, the teen suicide. Um, you could assault mm-hmm. happens in this yeah. movie. Um, the, the shooting of and the murder of people, the homophobia, all of these things. The clicks. Did you just wink at the cat? Yes. <laughs> Fucking weird. Sorry. She's just sitting there looking at us. She liked it. She's entertained. Yeah. Or not. Um, I'm glad she's using that cat tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway, um, so, I fucking forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. (laughs) We're talking about, um, homophobia. Oh, all the cliques. So you've got your overachievers, your nerds, your punkers, your potheads, your heathers, your jocks. Um, I feel like that's a thing that any high school movie kind of has. Well, to think of all the dumb high school movies that came out in like the late nineties, well, not the maybe the late nineties, early two thousands. You're talking like American She's Pie. She's all that American wait. Pie, Can't Hardly Wait, all of those. There's always the click. There's yeah. always a. So it has all these elements of a high school movie, and I don't know that there was. I didn't do a lot of reading into it or research, but I don't know there were a lot of high school movies like that talked about those things. I'm trying to think of a high school movie that I've always seen that was older than that, and all I can think of is West Side Story, which yeah, it's a high school movie. Oh, you mean like. Going back before the eighties, before the eighties, yeah. Because I feel like the Breakfast Club tackled the clips. Yeah, you're right. The better Breakfast than Club any really. And the Breakfast in terms Club came out before actually this felt movie. about it. Yeah, yeah. But I just hadn't seen that movie before I saw this. One. Oh, that's so weird. Oh my god. I think I was probably like eight when I first saw I was that. Probably in. It was. De- I feel like I definitely saw Heather's before the Breakfast Club. Wow. And sixteen. Really, I don't know that I saw any John Hughes movies before college that's so fucking could be weird. wrong about that i could be wrong but it all kind of blends together it's nuts um so yeah so they off oh and that so again veronica being kind of an idiot he said asked her if she's taking taking german then he describes the bullets mm-hmm. and you and i both know that that's not a real fucking thing yeah like, no shit there's no such thing as a bullet that just makes it look like they're dead right but it like barely pierces the skin so there's just a little, <laughs> little bit, bit of blood, blood and but it's the tranquilizer that like seeps into the skin but or, even at oh the my. end when they're kind of laying out all of the the mineral water and whatnot she's like he's not looking so good it's like yeah bitch he's dead yeah which uh, i can kind of I can give her that she was maybe in shock at that time. Like, she knew but didn't want to admit mm-hmm. it to herself. That's fine. Still an idiot right. to ever think and that then, that was, like, a thing to begin with. And then she doesn't break up with him until he shoots the radio. She was like, that's it. We're breaking up. Ugh. Stupid. She is stupid. The parents, all of the parents were Her just... parents are great. They're so, it's such a typical, that was one of the, the things that I really did like about the movie is that they were just, they were zombies. They were zombies, mm-hmm. and I think so many teenagers do think of their parents as that. Like, they just say the same thing They over don't know over, anything about my life. And it doesn't mean anything, because they don't get it. <laughs> like, that was, you know, hey, come sit down with us for a while. The mm-hmm. same joke over and over again. Yeah. And what does she say? Pate's great, but I got a motor. Yeah. I'm going to make it to that party. How was the first day after Heather's suicide? Oh, yeah. They just want to talk. Like, let's have some real talk. Oh, let's rap. <laughs> But then, then you also have JD and his dad, um, which was kind of funny. The, doing the like, hello son, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that was really cute. Yeah, his well, dad's I mean, obviously a psycho, right? Who's really into blowing shit, like father, like son. Yeah, killed his fucking wife. Uh, yeah. Well, no, JD. At first, I thought, but then JD tells a story about how the wife went in there and waved to him. Mm-hmm. I think she. I think it was a suicide. Well, who knows with this family? <laughs> 
this kid seems to think that suicide and murder are basically the same thing anyway. Yeah. I definitely picked up, um, like I hadn't picked up before when he's talking to his dad and the first time you see them and he says the last time he saw his mom was waving from, yeah. from a library window and then I was like, oh shit, he blew her up. And then later on you get the, the she went in there and waved to him. So his, his mom was obviously either depressed or her husband it. drove her to suicide and jd is just a product of his not society of his family i mm-hmm. guess yeah oh, the fucking bell jar. i love the bell jar you stick your head in the oven no that's a bad way to die is it when she just fall asleep have you turned the gas on i mean i have an electric oven so mm. no i wouldn't no i would probably just if we're gonna to real talk i would probably just take a bunch of pills Ugh, such a woman. Like, get really high. I would probably do cocaine first. Like, do all the drugs I never got to try. <gasps> yes. When, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that made me sound a little bit too excited about <laughs> doing drugs. But the poll in the beginning when she was saying, mm-hmm. you know, you, you win the lottery and then but aliens, the aliens tell are going to invade the earth. Yeah. What do you spend the money on? My first response, immediate, heroin. Okay. That's because what you would spend your money on? I don't want to, do, I mean, I'd spend it on a lot of things, like a lot of food. You know, doesn't matter if I eat a lot, mm-hmm. right? Whatever. Um, I wouldn't want to go on vacation for two days. Like, I'd rather spend it at home with loved ones. But heroin, I, I don't want to do heroin. It seems like a terrible idea. But if the world's about to end... Why like, not? Don't you want to experience... Now, this yeah. is coming from somebody who... I don't know what it means to relax at all. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, the best five seconds of my life was being put out for a colonoscopy Mm -hmm. like whatever it was that they gave me was amazing and I feel like it was probably you know it would be something on par with some sort of opiate not that they gave me an opiate but that Mm -hmm. that experience would be the same they probably gave you like no they wouldn't have given you no it was uh uh Michael Jackson's milk Mm. oh fuck I don't know yeah I don't know what that is it's what maybe it is Dilaudid Dilaudid is good shit it wasn't Dilaudid though okay but anyway um if the world's about to end yeah I'd like to do some heroin because, you know, I don't run the risk of being addicted. And if I die, I die. Like, whatever the world's going to end anyway. So I think I'd buy some. Where would you... Do you know people who could give you some heroin? No, but I have two days to figure it out, right? I am sure I could find some somewhere. Yeah. But really, I would for sure buy a lot of food. Many frappuccinos. Mm -hmm, Lots of nachos. So many nachos. Just hole up in your house with your parents and your pets in front of the fireplace, shooting up heroin. I didn't say I'd shoot it. Oh, what are you gonna like? I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know how. I don't know. If the, I don't know how you take heroin except for intravenously. Snort it too. Oh, can you? Sure. I feel like that seems dangerous. It's a powder. Till you cook it. You don't like <laughs> so much about me like that. Like, I'm not. I'm not interested in it. Anyway, because I would like to relax. Leah, I just <laughs> want to be able to relax. And I feel like I'm going to need to relax even more so if an alien, which by the way, I have an incredible fear of aliens anyway. Right. So you're really going to need something so, to calm your nerves before they yeah, show up. Yeah. Like not only did an alien encounter occur, but they're also telling me the world's about to end. I think I would need some heroin <laughs> to make it through. The situation is ridiculous. Anyway. I guess... The only other thing about this movie, like, thinking about the end of it, I really like the end. 
I like the fight between her and JD in the boiler room. Mm-hmm. Um, the that she's willing to get physical with him. I understand. I it, I never questioned why she didn't get the police involved or get her parents involved because all those people are just idiots, right? She has to stop them on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, Although it was fucking retarded when she was writing her diary and she was like. No one can stop him. Not the FBI or CIA <laughs> or all I could think was, oh, here we go again with the being a four-year-old. Right. She knows so much about the world. But I really liked their fight. I liked that they got physical. And I'm sorry, but it was really hot when they were fighting and then he kissed her. Um, so that, I think, goes back to what I was saying about people not necessarily knowing or reading the date rape as a serious bad thing <laughs> because I think that there is, there is not to get kind of... Um, too psychological there is a very deep connection between sex and violence Mm. and it can be hard to separate the two and i think you just showed that by saying Mm -hmm. that you found that you found that Mm -hmm. hot yeah um but i think that is one of the reasons why a lot of people wouldn't necessarily read that as something bad Mm -hmm. happening in the background like i don't know they could just be having fun yeah Oh, you mean like the girl on the ground getting date yeah, raped yeah. in the in the cow patty? Field? Right. When you were saying how people didn't notice that before, or how yeah. you didn't notice. Yeah, I it didn't before. notice it before. Yeah. yeah, I didn't when I was watching it today, and I'm also that's why I'm wondering if it was cut out of other. It um, could have been the edited versions of the movie. Um, I wouldn't think it would be though. I don't know. Because it wasn't explicit. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I I really I liked the fight between her and him. I thought it was interesting. I guess this movie. The the end. It just doesn't like it was. It wasn't like a lot of other movies that I'd seen. I liked that the fight, the climactic kind of engagement, was between a man and a woman, um, and a high school girl who could have easily been overpowered by him, but she still beat him in the end. She gets the gun. She shoots him. They're both really good shots, by the way. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, he nailed that one guy right in the neck. She got the other guy in the chest. Yeah, yeah, super weird. Especially good at shooting guns. I did like the fact that the first time she shot him, she missed, and he was like, you missed? And all I could think was, when the hell has she shot a gun before? But she nailed him the second time around, smack Ugh, in the chest. It's ridiculous. Um, and they were both, they both of them were done for. Um, so they have this fight. She shoots him, and then she's walking out, all beat to hell, mm-hmm. looking great. And um, he comes out. He's still alive. Oh, I also like that she shot his middle finger off. Again, great marksmanship. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he comes out to meet her again and he's got the, and then the moment where he like goes into the Jesus Christ pose, but the timer stops. So he has to like, and then he does it again. God, that's so good. And then she just sits there with a cigarette in her mouth, waiting for it to, waiting for him to blow up and he blows up and she's all fucking disgusting. And what does she, <laughs> she walks back inside. Well, all the students hear the bomb. She comes back inside. She runs into Heather Duke. And takes Heather, back the red takes back thing. the red but what is heather says you look like hell and she's like yeah i just got back oh you yeah i that? didn't remember yeah that. it was really yeah. cute it was great and then she takes it and she's like there's a new sheriff in town and makes friends with martha and that's the end of the movie i loved it <laughs> i thought it was great it was yeah. perfect it was the perfect ending she did what she was supposed to do like all the she was bitching and bitching and bitching about these queen bees and how they were evil and mean and were ruining people's lives and in the end, she took control and she can make it whatever she wants sure. it to be. I did love the the part where Christian Slater, when he said, uh, JD, when he said, oh, the only place that people of all these different cliques can get along is heaven. And all I could think was, dude, you're not fucking going to heaven. 
And quite frankly, I don't think you believe that any of these people who you're offing are going to heaven mm-hmm. either. So what the fuck are you even saying? It was stupid. It was so dumb. I don't understand. I didn't fully understand why he blew himself up and he didn't just blow up. If he was alive enough to str- make the bomb and strap it to his chest, why didn't he just blow up the school? Yeah, like why did he go outside? Why did he decide to <laughs> make that his statement? Walk into the gymnasium? Right. I don't know. I don't Where know. everybody was? I, I, part of me wonders if... So we knew he was going to blow up the school and he said he was going to kill Veronica. I don't think he had it in him to kill her because he never really did. He had plenty of opportunity to do it. He thought she was dead and he hurt her when she came back to try to stop him, but he never killed her. I think part of the reason why he didn't blow up the school was because she was in it. Mm. And he thought she's still in here and I don't want to hurt her. I really do believe that. Maybe. I don't know. I I get what you're saying about how... You don't, you don't think that it's a good watch in the context of today and how everything's going on. Yeah, and I think had I seen it, you know, in the early 90s or something, I might have, A, I might have enjoyed it more then, Mm -hmm. and B, hearkening back to how I felt about it Mm -hmm. then, I might enjoy it more on a rewatch now. But I didn't really enjoy it last mm-hmm. night because, because of a of lot the, of that yeah. and again I I, that. i'm really curious if other people's experiences would be the same watching it for mm-hmm. the first time now because Maybe. i i can't imagine they wouldn't be I, mm-hmm. but i don't yeah i don't know so what do you like let's talk about christian slater for a minute i did want to talk about some of his like i don't know that we can say well i guess we could say favorite christian slater performances or favorite movies that he is in. Yeah. I love Very Bad Things. That's a great one. I had forgotten that he was in it until like this morning. I love that movie so. And that was that was the one that really got me into kind of dark comedies. Mm-hmm. That was, I think I was ooh, young teens at the time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe. Yeah. 14, I probably watched that when 15. it came out. Yeah. It was around. So the time I probably was in high school. Or... Um, but oh, fuck, I love that movie so much. And The Legend of Billie Jean. It's a great one. It's been years since I've seen it, but also just love so much. That's one that I have that I saw in kind of the same time period where I was watching a lot of movies late at night. I saw The Legend of Billie Jean I saw for the first time when I was way too young to really know what it meant. Mm -hmm. Like I remember seeing it when I was, fuck, seven, eight, something like that. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. God, you were young. And then saw it again a few years later, kind of vaguely remembering that I had seen it, and it caught on a little bit more. And then by the time I was able to watch it as a teenager, it actually started to resonate. Like, I understood what was happening. It's um, a, yeah, it's, it's a it's, fucking heavy-ass movie. It's heavy, but it's so good. It's really good. Yeah. It's, um... I've always liked Helen Slater. I was a big fan of her in Supergirl. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies from the 80s. I remember watching it as a kid and just being in love with it. Like I remember a superhero that's it. a woman. Like, yeah. I was just like, in, just adored it. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, when I saw that, I was like, wow, it's her. And she's a badass in this movie, too. Like, it just made me so happy. Um, so, yeah. Pump up the volume. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. But I remember loving it. It didn't click with me. Um... Not that it was bad by any means. It just didn't really. I don't know. It was fine. Have you seen Gleaming the Cube? I don't know what that is. It's pretty well known um, skateboard movie. I've never seen it. Um, Interview with the Vampire. I know we mentioned that, Fuck but yes. that I love that movie so much. It's long and it's dark, and that and it's got much, a lot of beautiful people in it. That steals it for me. Yeah, 
<laughs> the Brad Pitt of it all. Yeah, the Brad Pitt. Did you think, so who's the hottest person in that movie? Is it Pitt? Oh, yeah. Although, honestly, I love Tom Cruise in that movie. I think he's, he's he perfect as so a stat. Amazing. He's perfect yeah. as a stat. So there was another, so I read a lot of the, the Anna Rice novels, and I, I don't think I read Interview with the Vampire, but I, I'd read some, more of her, like, um, novels about witchcraft or, like, witches, mm-hmm. witch families in New Orleans. But um, that movie, he plays Lestat. And I think he's a really good Lestat because there was another Anne Rice one that came out. Um, and it's one where Lestat is a rock star. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking what about. What movie is that? Um, it's got Stuart, what's his face? Stuart in Townsend. It? Stuart Townsend, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I saw it actually, or maybe I did, and it was just yeah, Queen of the Damned, forgettable, because it's got a yeah, that was Stuart Townsend. Last movie. Yeah, right. That soundtrack was really, really good because um, Jonathan Davis from Corn like wrote all the music, and he recorded it with all these other like rock stars at the time. Mm. But um, I thought that Tom Cruise was a better, better list at than Stuart Townsend ever was. Oh, for sure. Um, and that's coming from somebody who I just said I don't think I saw it, and I actually do think I saw it, mm-hmm. and just. It's dumb. Forgettable. Yeah. Utterly, utterly forgettable. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, he, so Slater was good in that. I felt like, um, I feel like that's kind of it for he me. He was Not, said I didn't like some of the other movies that he's done. I liked him as Will Scarlet and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with uh, Kevin Costner. I mean, that's fair, I guess. There's a moment where they're catapulting people. He, they catapult Robin Hood over the wall and um, Slater's character says like, fuck me, he cleared it. And I guess he like ad-libbed that line yeah. and they left it in the movie. I honestly don't really remember him. From that movie? He's barely in it, but I liked him in it. He okay. was kind of the, like, you know when Robin Hood realizes it's his brother, and he's like, I have a brother. Yeah. It's Kevin Costner at his best. I don't remember it's that. at his best. At all. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know about anything that Slater's done recently. I haven't paid much attention to it. I've never seen True Romance. I'm pretty sure I saw it, and that's about all I can say about it. Clearly, it uh, also did not resonate. I feel like maybe I saw Bed of Roses, or I wanted to see Bed of Roses. I don't know. What about everybody else in this movie, though? Were there any other people who you were like, I saw... Otho from Beetlejuice was the priest. Yeah, it took me a minute to place him. I saw him up there, and I was like, oh, fuck, I know him! (laughs) It's Otho! I I couldn't figure out, and then it finally dawned on me that it was Beetlejuice. And I knew that the... So, I'm a big fan of the original Charmed series, so I knew that the person who played... Um, Veronica's mom was, was her grandma, grandma from Shannon Doherty, or from uh, Shannon Doherty's grandma from right. uh, In Charmed. I um, the the one jock I can't remember his name. Kurt, Ram. I don't know the one with the big blue eyes, the one who said who said that uh, he Is the it, the one who was her date, uh, Veronica's date. That's Ram. Oh no, Kurt. You're talking about Kurt. Kurt. Okay, yeah. so I recognized him, and I couldn't figure. I out recognized, where I recognized him, him too. From. What's he from? Little House on the Prairie. Shut the fuck up. He's from Little House on the Prairie. That's which is funny because Shannon Doherty was on Little House on the Prairie too. Yes. And then John Engel shows up and I was like, fuck, it's John Engel too. Wait, who's John Engel? John Engel's from General Hospital and had been on General Hospital for many decades. Well, what character is he? Uh, he was the principal. Oh, I did recognize him. So yeah. there were at least two people who as soon as I recognized them I and figured out, well, I mean, John Engel, I know. Like, mm-hmm. I see him and I immediately think of... Um, of General Hospital, but the other guy, what was it? Was Matthew something? I think. Um, yeah. Anyway, he was. As soon as I placed him in Little House on the Prairie, I just got so excited. And the fact that Shannon Doherty was on Little House on the Prairie too. She was on at the same time as Jason Bateman. 
Jesus Christ. I, just love I that watched Little so House on the Prairie, but I didn't watch it as much as you because I don't. No, it was one of my favorite shows growing up. The thought of Shannon Doherty in a bonnet does get me all excited. I don't know why, but okay. She's... <laughs> when I think of Shannon Doherty, I only she was always kind of the bitchy sister on Charmed, and then she was. Like, I didn't watch 90210, but I always thought, like, all the women in 90210 were bitchy. I guess I just always thought of her as bitchy. Like, her and Melissa, Alyssa Milano did not get along. She also had, yeah, her. she had the reputation of being bitchy in real mm-hmm. life. I, mm-hmm. so. But I think I like that kind of toughness about her. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. And yeah. she didn't really play that in this movie so much. First, she's kind of meek. Yeah. And has the bulimia, and then she does take over, but Veronica just takes it right away from her. Yeah. So. And she's jd's pawn you know he's yeah eskimo eskimo oh my god as soon as he said that i was like <laughs> the fuck is happening what is that? <laughs> did you ad lib that line it was so dumb also <laughs> it's funny because uh thanksgiving <laughs> thanksgiving was just a couple days ago we were over at my aunt's house playing thanksgiving trivia what um, the fuck is that where they they pulled some thanksgiving related trivia questions from the interwebs and handed them out to all of us because <laughs> My aunt loves playing games. She just loves okay, playing games. Right. So she handed all of these out. And uh, Bob was actually the one who looked them all up, so she didn't know the answers to <laughs> Good for Bob. One of the one of the questions, fuck, I don't even remember what the question was, but her answer was something like Eskimo blubber. <laughs> Did you like, think Eskimo brothers? I was like, well, I know I didn't even think of that. I just looked at her and I was like, do you mean the fat of the people who are Eskimos? <laughs> What are we talking about here? Because that was just a couple days ago. As soon as he said Eskimo, that was all I could think about. Eskimo blubber. That's fucking weird. I don't remember. It was a ridiculous answer. That would be a good Twitter handle. At Eskimo Eskimo blubber. blubber. (laughs) Keep that in mind. Yeah, that's fucked up. Eskimo brothers. That was fine. I totally forgot about Eskimo brothers. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, for sure. We should have a bed and breakfast for them. (laughs) No. So, was JD a psychopath? Yeah, but he was hot, sort of. So what's so what's the movie like? If he, what movie is Christian Slater the hottest in? Um, very bad things. Okay, I need, in which case, I need to watch that. Again. Incidentally, total fucking sociopath. Right. <laughs> he was like the ringleader. He's like, oh, you guys killed the hooker. It's cool. We can bury her in the desert. Everything so, will be fine. So is he really a psychopath? <laughs> Uh, he's good at it. I think that's part of what I see with um, <coughs> the similarities with Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I think both of them are really good at just having that kind of crazy stare, you know. Mm-hmm. And he does, when he and um, Veronica, Veronica and J.D. are having that fight in the boiler, boiler room, at one point he calls her Darlin. Like, you can mm-hmm. totally see the Jack Nicholson yeah. shining character coming out in him. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I thought he did great. I can't imagine having anybody else in the movie. And truth be told, I think Winona Ryder... I think she's a serviceable actress. I've never thought that Winona Ryder's a good actress. But I think she's really pretty in a unique look. She has a very unique look. And I think as a teen star, Mm -hmm. I think she was a fine actress because I think part of the reason why I've never cared for her is because she is so kind of melodramatic Mm -hmm. and she's an over-actor. Yeah. Um, But I think that's that's acceptable with teenagers because they are inherently Mm -hmm. melodramatic and (sighs) awful. (sighs) yeah exactly they're just you know terrible overly dramatic human beings you don't know me you don't know my life you don't know me (laughs) yeah i do think she has a really interesting look and i think like the one i love her and keanu in um stoker's dracula 
Um, that is the worst fucking movie. She, there, his, he is terrible in that movie, and I love that man to death. Uh, um, love him so much. Yeah, uh, but no, she's so also bad. bad in it too. Gary Oldman wins that movie. Which Gary is, Oldman fucking wins that movie, and he wasn't great. And he's no, he's super sexy in that movie. Gary Oldman never looked better than in that movie. I would fuck him. <laughs> Come get me, Dracula. I want to fuck. And then I um, mean, that's what Dracula's about. He is all about like the sex and yeah, the blood. Mm-hmm. That's right. Again. Violence and sex inherently linked. Yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm in for it's, it. It's just a fact. Uh, and then uh, I liked her and Keanu again together in Destination Wedding, which I know that you saw, right? No, you haven't seen it. No. Oh fuck! It's so good. There's Is this it? really hilarious sex scene. So it it almost feels like a play. There are these two people. She's he's at his brother's wedding. She's there because she was in a relationship with his brother. So she's like the Awkward. the ex, and they're at this. And they're at this wedding together. It's like a destination wedding to these vineyards. And um, they get thrown together in all of these moments. And it's mostly just a movie. The only two people who talk in this movie are them. So you see them at the wedding together talking. And then later on they're... But um, they're these kind of people who... They're just... What's the word I'm looking for? They just hate everything. They hate everybody. They're uh-huh. contrarians. They're assholes. Yeah. And they, they meet. Misanthropes. And they have this kind of... This hatred of each other, but they get thrown together, and it was just really, really, really funny. And he was really good in it. Old Keanu does that so well, and I think she does it really well too. So that's probably the best movie I've seen recently of the two of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, because I haven't seen a lot of recent Keanu stuff. Uh, no, I can't remember the last thing that I said because I haven't seen any he's of the John made Wick. A lot of movies. Yeah, but I haven't seen any of the John Wick stuff, which I, I feel like I, is all he's been doing of late. No, he's done a lot of other like indie stuff too. Like Some, recently, recently. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. nothing. I've I mean, seen. Destination Wedding was like that was a last movie, year. That was it? last year. No, it was on Prime. I don't know that if yeah. it was. I don't know if it's a Prime movie, but it, I, that's where I saw it. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, you should definitely check it out. He's it's good. They're good on it. I when I think of Winona, I always kind of think of. What was that moment in like the 2000s where she was busted shoplifting and then I... Yeah. Um, what was the movie with Angelina Jolie? Um, oh, Girl Interrupted. Girl Interrupted. Eating Chicken. So, yeah. What I think of... I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really love that movie. That movie stresses me out. It Well, it, yeah, sure. It's stressful. But <laughs> I think it's a great... Uh, okay. Well, it's a little bit stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the time, at least, I really loved that movie. But one of the things that I always remember about it is that Winona thought that was going to be, like, her vehicle. Like, this is... Her, her breakout? Yeah, not her breakout. She's obviously already broken out at that point. But this is going to be one of those things that is going to show people I'm a serious actress. And then they went and casted Angelina Jolie. And she took over. And she was fucking amazing yeah. in it. And every time I think about the trajectory of Winona Ryder's career over the last decade, at least, mm-hmm. I always come back to that and like how how horribly eclipsed she was mm-hmm. by yeah. Angelina Jolie, yeah. and what would have happened if somebody of a lesser caliber had been cast in yeah. that? Maybe she would have actually, maybe she would have been cast in more movies. Maybe yeah. she would have been seen as truly as the good lead in that. I don't like Angelina Jolie very much. I think she... So I can't That's say, part of the reason why I don't care to watch that movie again. I can't say that I'm a fan of her more recent stuff, but Girl Interrupted, Gia, both of those, she was that amazing. Was, yeah. Gia's really good. Um, like, she's a great actress. I, I can't speak to some of her choices, mm. but... I think my favorite one... I mean, one of my favorite movies, probably my top 20, maybe even my top 10, is Reality Bites. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I would agree. For that sure. is, I'm. Yeah. She's perfect in it. Um, yeah, because there again, she's. Mm-hmm. It's okay for her to be kind of melodramatic and oh, angsty. It was, it's the angst. It's exactly. She needs to do angst. Yeah. Um, and she's really good at it. But Which is one of the reasons why I Ethan Hawke's angst her... win- beats her angst, but... Oh, hands down. But I find her so annoying in Stranger Things, and I think that's part of the reason why, is because I don't want to see, like, an angsty mom. She's just kind of... She comes across as shrill and to annoying me, to me. Like, the desperation. So that... I yeah. really don't care about the other seasons, but that first season of Stranger Things, she does the desperation of, I'm desperate to find my son really well. And when she meets... What is the name? Bob, played by Sean Astin, and they fall in love. They have that, that yeah, relationship. Yeah, that's the second season, sure. That, I thought, was really good. I thought that was cute. Yeah, and I, it, it it felt real to me. And it's interesting to think of her in this movie, Heather's, as this, like, this young kind of ingenue type, and then as she's gotten older, she has made the transition. Because, like, Destination oh, yeah, and she's I don't, playing. I don't think that she's bad mm-hmm. in Stranger Things. Yeah. It's just the character is Seemed a little bit super obnoxious for, to me. Yeah. Everybody in Stranger Things is obnoxious. Uh, most of them. The only one who isn't obnoxious is, like, Dustin and Steve. I like them. I fucking love Steve. He's the best. <laughs> you love Steve or you love his hair, you love them both. Which also, uh, Ethan Hawke's daughter in the third season. That's right. She's, she's great. Good. Yeah. Maya, Maya Hawke is her name, I think. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. So if we could just get more of her and Steve and Dustin, <laughs> the next season could just be them. Oh, God, I'd, be, Dustin. I'd be sold. I just love him so much. He's so fucking cute. I can't stand Will. Barf. Leave them in the fucking upside down. You know down. why? All of them are becoming teenagers. And teenagers are the worst. No, no. You know but what But Dustin it is? is still staying kind of young so he can remain cute. I don't like Will <laughs> and I don't like Will's brother. I, that whole family. They just get rid of him. Will's brother. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, look at who they grew up with. Look at who raised them. The this mother. shrill, irritating <laughs> woman. Yeah. No, I don't like his brother at all. I think he sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. No. And Nancy, too. Like, they can just go away together. That's yeah, fine. I, mean, she, I don't hate her. She ditched her, Barb, but... like... Oh, poor Barb. Yeah, poor Barb. So, yeah. I think the only other thing about this movie that, when I was wa- watching it again, that I was thinking about, and it's something that you and I have talked about recently, is that... And maybe JD's a bad example, but that tough guy who's still kind of sexy and sensitive... Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. Like, in Hollywood, it's like, he's a cop, or he's a military man, he's super tough and rugged, but he can talk to you about, you know, English lit, and uh, he, has, you know, he writes poetry. That, mm-hmm. that man who just really, he just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Well, in fairness, this guy, like, the best quote he could come up with out of Moby Dick was... Eskimo? Eskimo. <laughs> so... I don't know that he was really talking English lit. But, but. but he was still sensitive. He was, like, telling her you know, he cared about her. He was, you know. He's telling her everything that he cuddling wanted her, her because and, he was a sociopath. Yeah. I guess I just, I hate that they're drawing this picture of the perfect man, and the perfect man just doesn't exist. And uh, JD is not the perfect man, of course. Well, he's yeah. a sociopath. He's a psychopath. Right. But he's and like, I think that was part of what the movie was trying to convey. Like, in the very beginning, oh, he's this cute mysterious mm-hmm. stranger and he's so cool he starts talking about turbo dogs and then, at the snappy snack shack right and you're like oh my god he's so different and he's so cute <laughs> and then he's such a murderer <laughs> kind of, it's just a little kind of throws it's it a little ear. murder it's no big you know right what else? I mean, yeah it's mm-hmm. not good he still looks good on that motorcycle but, and that black right. jacket fucking motorcycle <laughs> i did not buy christian slater as a biker at all really 
I don't I think they did he, it really well. No. They obviously, they dyed his hair darker to make him look a little more, and he had the earring. And uh, like an it, it worked, it worked. He was he trying was, to be a lost boy. He was so scrawny, too. Like, the scenes where he doesn't have a shirt on, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, he's a shrimp. Don't take your clothes off, man. <laughs> um, Yeah. So would you watch, you wouldn't watch it again. Like, it wasn't good for you. I don't know that, I mean, I wouldn't say that I definitely wouldn't watch it again, but I, again, I... Uh, I couldn't say that I enjoyed it the way that I would have had it been 15, 20 years mm-hmm. ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably, I would, I feel like it's an important movie for people to watch. If, if you like dark comedy, I feel like you should watch it. I feel like if you can get past the hump of. Right. And I, yeah. I, I don't know that it's possible to get past the hump of that, mm-hmm. but I do think that it it's good to watch because you get a feel for one of the first really good dark comedies mm-hmm. and you get a feel for where things started and you get a feel for the zeitgeist mm-hmm. if nothing else yeah. which i do think is is important um i think it's really interesting man we've been living in this uh this world of gun violence particularly gun violence among children for a while now and i think it's really interesting <coughs> to even go back far enough because this movie wasn't made that long ago no so to go back into the 80s and see how different the world was. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a ridiculous caricature of high school, absolutely. Yeah. But the mere fact that they could get away with saying, oh, well, he's not even going to be suspended because he was just firing blanks mm-hmm. when he brought a fucking gun to school and shot it at people. Yeah. Um, to think that that ever even could have been a possibility. I don't know. I, I, think, it's, uh, I think it's really interesting to know that, to realize that, to mm-hmm. think back at how far we have gone over the last 30 years. I would say in the wrong direction, um, but yeah, reflect back. Reflect back. Reflect back. Yeah. And I think Winona. 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 Um, <laughs> I, think, I think that her, yeah, why no forever? I think that her character is a good foil to the JD's, like, psychopathic bullshit. So, yes, you're seeing all of this and you're talking about in the context of today, but um, I think the part of the movie that fucked me up, so to speak, because it's so jokey and hokey that the when people are getting murdered, it's goofy. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, <laughs> when Kurt and Ram are laid out at the funeral and mm-hmm. the guy's dad is up there and he's crying and he's like i love my dead gay son mm-hmm. and then jd makes a joke about it and she starts laughing veronica mm-hmm. starts laughing and then like that the guy's sister. sister turns around and she's crying and it's this moment of which is the most kind of real touching moment i think of the whole thing it is yeah. and and the and veronica she wants to stop the heathers because she wants people to not be dicks to each other yeah. that is what she cares about happening and she makes starts to make it happen in the end when she um, and wants to, you know, says, hey, Martha, let's hang out. And she's kind of taken over mm-hmm. as the queen bee because she wants things to change. The interesting thing is that she got involved with this guy and the way that they decided, to, the way that he decided to change it was through violence. Mm-hmm. Like, let's chop off the head and chop off the head and chop off the head. If you think about it, he was, he's basically the devil on her shoulder. 
she has all of these thoughts from the get-go mm-hmm. of like, oh, it'd be so much better if she were just dead and gone. Yeah. And he's the one who's egging her on going, all right, then let's do it. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Well, when, what does Heather Duke say when she's praying in front of Heather Chandler's body? She's like, I've prayed so many times. <laughs> You've answered my prayers. <laughs> and then everybody is having these moments of, the, they're not, they, even when they're in that room with that dumb hippie teacher and they're all holding hands and the camera's there, the one guy's like, I need a VHS copy of this for my high school or my college admissions. Yeah. And everybody's, they're not thinking about these people as people and they're not thinking about them as being dead. They're thinking about them themselves. They're yeah. using it to their own advantage. It's yeah. really fucking fucked up when you think about it. Even the teacher, she's using it to her advantage to to, to do all the bullshit, happy, hand-holding kumbaya shit that she wanted to do with the school it's, the whole time. Um, yes, everything is about them um i had uh, an acquaintance friend of many friends who died in high school and she died a week before she was set to graduate oh god um in a car accident and it was a horrible obviously it was a horrible car accident she was killed but i remember going to school then i don't think it was i think she died on a friday so it was you know a couple of days later but i remember sitting in french class and there were a couple of people who i know for a fact did not know her because i was friends with a lot mm-hmm. of her really close friends mm-hmm. um and they were talking about how oh yeah i heard i heard that she didn't die on impact you know that she was still screaming for so long after why were they talking about it like that i don't know i i just looked at them and said shut the fuck up like, you don't fucking know anything. Shut the fuck up. And they did, and they looked embarrassed about it. But that's what fucking teenagers do. Is, so you're saying it's teenagers and not people. Because I feel like people, adult you know people what? do yeah, that I, shit I too. People in general do. But I think it's an immature response, which is why it, it yeah, strikes like, me as Let's have some empathy and some sympathy for exactly. people and not talk about it It strikes it me as something that, that teenagers would do because it's immature. And if, of course, you're an adult doing it, then you're even fucking worse. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that they hit the nail on the head in that respect, at least, that that's exactly what people would do. They want to talk about the uh the the dramatic aspect of it how it, how it would affect me and you know how i perceive it and how um fascinating it's all about gossip and mm-hmm. you know that's that's really what it is that's what it is. it's not about somebody who actually like a living died. human being who died yeah and then she became in death heather chandler was more powerful than she ever was in life yeah kind of like a force ghost oh and i remember um at her funeral too that we had the entire church was full and they had to put all of us in kind of overflow and broadcast Mm -hmm. her funeral. Um, and it was the entire senior class, pretty much the entire senior class went to the funeral and then graduated later that day, Mm -hmm. which is kind of just a really kind thing to do. Mm -hmm. But the whole time I was sitting there too, all I could think was like, man, most of these people didn't even know her name didn't know her at all but, but they're here now and it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing, thing. it's That's right. a community so, coming together exactly now. so i was torn on that even as a kid i was torn on that in terms of how many of these people are here yes to lend support and i think most of the senior class that was the that was yeah. the idea but there were a lot of other people and i'm certain there were a lot of people who were there because it was the thing to do you know like i didn't know her but i feel like i have to feel because everybody's feeling this does that make sense? I think that's something that a lot of people do. You get pulled into... It's, get, it's almost a sense of belonging. So it is, but I will say too, in like in high school, by your by the time you're that age, some people are... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? So, some people have experienced death of a maybe a close relative, like a grandma or something. Oh, a lot um, of people haven't, yeah. Right. A lot of people haven't. So I think also it's 
high school kids learning how to be learning how to live life and have and like experience things I think that they that's haven't probably before. fair i think i i firmly acknowledge the fact that i'm an incredibly judgmental person so you don't say i know it's weird right so when i see things that don't quite line up with how i would react to mm-hmm. something i tend to judge people for mm-hmm. it so yeah that's that's fair i mean you know if if somebody on the fringe of my friend group died if my friends were going there and i felt i wanted to support them like that's I would why go. and that's why yeah. i went i was there mm-hmm. for to my support, friends yeah. right um you just felt like people were there who didn't even i felt like there were a lot of people or... there who didn't even care but went because it was the thing to do you know i can't if they went and maybe they went because it was a thing to do but also maybe they went because it's something about your whole class coming together in a moment and i think that's where the judgmental side of me just eclipses the other rest where i can understand and acknowledge that and yet i still am doubtful you know yeah but anyway these kids were the worst not the real life kids i mean the heather kids the heather Heather kids kids yeah they were dicks they were total dicks yeah i was the conversation that veronica and her parents have where she gets into an argument with them it might have been after JD stopped by and basically said, "Oh, and I they think said she's... we think you're suicidal, mm-hmm. or he thinks you're suicidal." And then she starts giving them some lecture, and she says something about patronizing bunny rabbits, and he. he goes, I've never patronized. I... <laughs> I'm like, okay. nice, good dialogue, really yeah. good dialogue. They slipped in so much in and out of um, like dream sequences. Sometimes it was hard to know what was real and what wasn't um, at times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I would I would probably recommend it to people with a. Uh, the qualification of if if you're not okay with violence in this in a in a comedic setting, you're probably not gonna like this movie. I don't even. I think feel it's it that, that same way about like dark, I get what you're saying about the school shootings and everything, right? But. Because I do love dark comedies, and I'm fine with violence. First of all, first of all, comedy to me, it it has to actually truly be. <laughs> this isn't gonna sound dumb, uh, but I feel like comedy needs to be funny. Oh, it has to actually be funny. To yeah, I I feel that way. So I mm. think there. are and I'm not saying this is necessarily one of those things, but I think there are a lot of things out there that say that they are comedic when mm-hmm. they're really not funny. They're just um, they're just going for shock value. Mm-hmm. Shock doesn't make me laugh. Let's be clear, people. Howard Stern is not funny. He's a shock jock. He is a shock jock. Yeah. That's not it's humor. A di- it's a different kind of comedy. It's no. I really do think that. I disagree. I uh, think it's not funny and therefore not comedy. <laughs> so but the, okay. the point is that there was still some some good dark comedy in this so it, it's not I wouldn't say that that if you're that you have to be okay with violence I it's, think that's kind of the, a given I think it's, it's the school stuff yeah I yeah. think it's more than anything just giving the warning of this doesn't age well and yeah. you know I've said it uh, too many times probably in the last hour but no I mean I think that's the that's main, your take yeah that's the main take that I have is not that it's bad mm-hmm. and not that it's not funny at all but that it's hard to watch knowing the reality of today mm-hmm. it's interesting because i didn't think about it at all i hadn't remembered when i definitely there was lots there's lots of violence i hadn't remembered him pulling the gun in the school and i hadn't really remembered i knew he was going to do something at the end of the movie but i can't or didn't the things that stuck out to me the most were the um uh, the way the clicks were kind of portrayed and the dialogue being so witty and um, the whole that she's not a Heather, she's a Veronica and like who Veronica is and that she's in the in crowd, but she hates the in crowd. Um, 
those were the things that I remembered the most, and those mm-hmm. are the reasons why I liked the movie so much. Um, the school violence part of it never really... It just didn't click. That that wasn't something that I remembered or that really stuck with me. And yeah, for sure on the second watch, it's or the third or fourth or however many other times I've seen it, but it I did think about it this time. But because I had seen it before, and those weren't the things mm-hmm. that I that you can harken that back I to, can go back yeah. and say like I still like this movie. I still think it's a good movie. Um, and it's a bummer that our world is so fucked up right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a bummer. It's a big bummer. It's yeah, a... makes me makes me upset. But, but yeah. Well, I'm glad you watched it. Yeah, I'm glad I finally saw it. I mean, I will say that I, like I said, I think it's kind of important to to see um, from the perspective of. Uh, I, I I guess I wouldn't call myself a cinephile necessarily, mm-hmm. but you know, in terms of the significance of it as a movie mm-hmm. too i think it's yeah. important to see and i think it's strange that i hadn't seen it so yeah. so i'm still glad i watched it it was just it was just kind of rough but yeah so rough like as rough as being fucked gently by a chainsaw i i haven't experienced that myself so i don't know but i would say if that is in fact a gentle fuck <laughs> then uh <laughs> Maybe not. The movie virgins. Hey people, this is Leah. I just wanted to say thank you as always for listening. The music in this episode and in this podcast is provided by our lovely and extremely talented friend, our dear friend, Melissa Power. So we wanted to thank her very much. We're super excited um, about the music. And um, please find us on your favorite listening platform. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, Podchaser, and probably all the other uh, places where you can listen to podcasts. Um, So please find us uh, on your favorite. We'd love it if you would subscribe. We'd love it if you would submit a review. And uh, we're also on Twitter at MovieVirginsPod. We would love to hear from you there as well, whether you loved it or hated it or whatever it. Thank you.